Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we will try our best to help you with your computer problem, comments, questions, and concerns. We were on with Robert, who got a weird message. Um, basically, he got an email from Microsoft saying, hey, you've got a problem. You've got bad guys connecting from Russia. <laughs> Reach out to us and we'll help you. <laughs> and that's not a thing, Robert. Don't ever do that. And you had some more okay. questions, right? Yes, just three quick ones, and then I'll get out of the way for everybody else. Now, okay. When I'm open on the uh, computer, I'm sending an email, for instance. Yeah. Does does somebody else that wants to get into my system have to know the password, or, or because I'm on it, does that open it up to the world without the password? Well, once you've authenticated, your machine is now on and ready to go. So that means if you now have somebody connect to it, they have access because you've authenticated to it, right? Okay. You, you've logged in. Um, the, but the question is, how would they be there, right? So if you have a firewall. Yeah, I have WebRoot. All right, that's an antivirus program. Right. Now, you, do you have a firewall? Do you have like a Linksys device or something that's giving you internet in your home? Uh, well, no, I have, um, it's a single desktop computer. It's not hooked up to anything else, and I don't have the Wi-Fi on. I, I, it's all hardwired and so forth. So Hardwired to what? Is it connected to your... Hardwired to a modem, and then it goes to the, uh, goes okay. to the cable company. Okay, so you're using their modem. Uh, that's correct. Okay, so there really is no firewall except for what they offer protecting you from the outside world. Right. Um, so if you had your own firewall in between them and your computer, you now would have another deterrent uh, for folks to try to get past. Okay. What, what, what would I want to get in that case? Uh, we like Link. I like Links as Cisco. What else do you think there, Dennis? Uh, TP-Link Archer Series makes uh, some really good routers. And could, could you say the first one again? I, I didn't understand that. Linksys. Oh, Linksys. Yeah, and then Dennis said TP-Link, the Archer Series. TP-Link, okay. Um, now, uh, I actually went in and, and tried to see what was involved in changing the password. Mm. Uh, and I get to a point where uh, it says uh, I have to have a code number sent to an email, but it won't send it to my email. It has to send to another email. I only have one email, so what do I have to do? Get it sent to a friend and then uh, go from there? <laughs> You you could use a friend. That might not actually be a bad idea to have two of you that are each other's 
authentication. Sorry, sorry about that. Cross-reference. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And if one of you gets locked out of your email account, the other guy can help release that. That's your the backup other th- email. Yeah. The other thing that you can do is just create like a Gmail or or uh, uh, Outlook.com uh, email account simply for no other purpose than as that backup. Yeah. But again, Robert, your your local PC password is not the issue. Okay. Right? I mean, no. if I wanted to come into your home and set up your computer, I would need that password, right? The bad guys are simply going to ask you to invite them in. Okay. Right? So that's well, your biggest risk. as long as they ask, I'll just avoid them. That's that's fine. Exactly. And, and yeah. the last thing I have to ask and is uh, I keep getting pop-ups from Microsoft saying that I need to change from Windows 10 to Windows 11 and I can do it for free, yada, yada, yada. Now, mm. you... I listened to you probably a month ago, and, and you were not recommending switching to Windows 11. Is it now time to start thinking about doing that? It's up to you, really. There's it, no benefit. It, it's worth considering, but I'm going to ask a couple questions. Mm-hmm. You said this is a desktop? It is a desktop All right. computer, yeah. How old is it? Uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll probably handle Windows 11 pretty well. Right. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just a little concerned because I believe, and, and my memory is false on this, and possibly, but uh, when I switched from Windows 7 to Windows 10, I think I had all sorts of problems. I use a... Uh, no, your, your memory's a, not false. I use, a dictation, <laughs> I use a dictation software called Dragon, yes. and I think okay. that got thrown out entirely when I switched from 7 to 10, and, uh, and a couple of other things happened, and I had to, had a heck of a time getting everything back running properly. Now, the, the ad from... Microsoft says, well, you won't even notice the difference. It's beautiful. The transition is smooth and yada, yada, yada. So I, I just didn't know what you guys thought about that. Well, I think you said, the, you answered, you won't even notice the difference, which means why bother going to it? They actually <laughs> told you why you don't even need to bother. Okay. You won't even notice so the you difference. So don't, you don't think 11 has any significant improvements over 10? According to Microsoft, you wouldn't even notice the difference. So that would, they're telling you that, nope, you're not going to see any difference at all. So why bother? Okay, I think you've answered my questions. I'll get off the phone and let you talk with somebody that's got better questions. <laughs> okay, Robert. Thank there, you. There is one thing to consider, yeah, and that is that you have, I believe, either seven or ten days to try it. And then go back. And then you can roll back within that time window. Right, but you got to so hope it all if works you well. Are, if you are willing to do that, test all of your important applications and devices right. and do it within that time window. And if you can make sure that you can get it rolled back, if you need to, mm-hmm. then you might want to try it. I don't know, but it, it's, it's a possibility. But you might have other things better to do than yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I can think of like a, bi- a billion things m- more important than rolling. I mean, we're geeks, so it's just like we live for this type of stuff. But most people are not geeks, and they got to do things like, I don't know, paint the house. Um, so rolling <laughs> software back and forth doesn't make any sense to me uh, if I'm a regular person. As a geek, yeah, go ahead. It's fun. Let's go to jo- – <laughs> as long as it works. Let's go to Joanne in Windsor Locks. What's happening, Joanne? My Chromebook is not working. Mm. I can sign on. And that's it. I see a big bubble, and anything that I was would touch before to go from one place to another, nothing go leaves that bubble. Hmm. A bubble. We don't work in bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Lawrence Welk thing. Uh, it's a photo of a bubble. It, uh, <laughs> you're kidding. You're not kidding. No. Like the Good Witch Galinda kind of bubble where she was coming down? <laughs> that kind of bubble? Or uh, a Lawrence Welk bubble? What kind of bubble are we talking about? Well, maybe it's an eyeball. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Now it's getting creepy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Woo. All you see is an eyeball on your screen. 
Yeah. And if you click on the eyeball, what does it do? I can't click on anything. I've been, hmm. for the past hour, I've been trying all different clicks, and it only lets me sign on, and I get the same thingamajig. Wow. So she's giving us a nice one, folks. Oh, yeah. We have a Chromebook user who has wild. an eyeball on her screen and what she wants to do. Did you do an update, Joanne, of some kind? Or you just turned it on after a period of time and it just here you are with the eyeball? Yes, I just turned it on after a long time. After a long time. Okay. I didn't know I had to do updates. Yes, of course. Chromebooks have to have updates like anything else. Oh, yeah. But they normally happen automatically for you. Um and so in the lower right-hand corner, do you see a little uh, area to click, or is there no areas to click? Like the bottom usually has a circle. Can you click on that? The circle is on the left, and then the symbol is in the middle of the bottom. And on the right of the bottom is where I the time and where I usually touch to open everything up. And everything I touch, nothing happens. Wow. Wow. Hmm. I'm trying to think of something to troubleshoot here because it, Chromebook is uh, not like a Windows operating system. Yeah, it's kind of a black box. Yeah. But you can't. So you, do you see a mouse at all? A cursor? Do you see any kind no. of pointing? You don't. No. I wonder, I wonder if that's your first problem. Do you touch the screen normally to click into things or do you? Yes. You do. Yeah, on a, on a Chromebook, it would be a tap. Yeah, but you can also use a pad. True. And move around. Uh, I'm just trying to think back to the Chromebook we use at home. Um, we don't use Chromebooks much, only for one specific thing. So. Oh, wait a minute. It's been so long, I forgot about the other little thing that goes with it. Yeah. <laughs> the, prob it's probably that's the problem. In the circle right there? Yeah. Did you click it? Does it work? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you saying to us, Joanne? What are you telling us? You... I don't know. Maybe there is a, an external gizmo that I'm supposed to use with it. Yeah, do you have a pad? Is there a touchpad on this? It's a laptop, I assume, right? Yes, it is. So yeah. in the, is there a square where you can kind of touch that square and move a cursor around? No. No. Hmm. So that's weird. So you're just going to touch the screen. So no matter where you touch the screen, you get no action. Are you finding anything out there, Dennis, for this? Um, not really. Not that, <laughs> not that sounds like what she's describing. Well, she gave us bubbles and eyeballs. I don't know. I don't think you're going to find too well, many searches on that. <laughs> I, I did see an art, uh, a, a story in, on the Acer, uh, support forums mm -hmm. with somebody showing a picture of their Chromebook yeah. with little circles along the bottom. Right. Um, and it looked to me like there might have been some kind of compromise with the touch interface that's like creating fake touches oh, gotcha. on the screen. Uh, and that's kind of what people were suggesting to the person. But that article was from like 2016. How old is this Chromebook, Joanne? Uh, about four years. Okay. Oh, so well, and it's been a long and time? I, had the, it, I was granted the extended warranty. Well, that's fine. Okay, so if you have an extended warranty, it might come in play here, but there, I, I don't know that we – I'm not even sure where we would go with this. Uh, there's a way to go into recovery mode, but then what do you do after that? I'm not get sure. Get her in recovery mode. All right, we can we're post get an article about that. So we're going to put a link on getting you into recovery mode, Joanne. Okay. And then follow the instructions. If, if you can't even get into recovery mode, there's something more major wrong with it. 
okay. that we're thinking. Either it's something wrong with the hardware. Uh, and well, uh, Mike G suggested it might even be malware. Really? Well, if it's but an eyeball, it does sound scary. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but the recovery mode might give us a way to get you back to a starting point. Well, we can we can post two different articles that might help you. Okay. Okay. And we'll put those up. And we want to hear how we did because we're not really certain about what's going on here with your Chromebook. So let us know next week. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not bye sure bye. we were, bye bye. We're not a whole lot of help for her there, but well, well what Mike G was, was talking about was like a browser lock, mm-hmm. which can effectively take over a Chromebook like that. It could be. So she's so got malware we've got, happening. We've got two different articles we can post. She's got something to do. All right, we'll step out for a <laughs> quick break. Get to your calls. Three lines open. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. Marla, hang on. We'll be right back. Lose inches from your waist immediately with the ultra slim fat loss. And we are back. We are actually still looking for some answers for Joanne there to see if we yeah. can find anything. But bubbles and eyeballs is not something that's coming up in our searches. No. Um, but hopefully just resetting will get her back. So let's go to your calls. we got three lines open. 860-522-9842 is the number. We're going to go to uh, Marla in Torrington next. What's cooking, Marla? Hi. First of all, I love your show. Thanks. And um, I appreciate that you guys do this every Saturday. Um, it's our pleasure. a lot when I was cutting cable, and now I have a new project. <laughs> okay, what are you doing? Um, I want to save money on my uh, cell phone bill. I have one line through Verizon, and it's like $78 a month, which Whoa. is ridiculous. Ooh. Exactly. And, um, yes, I'm on fixed income, so I'm looking to save money, and I've seen the offerings from like through cable Hmm. um you know optimum rather yeah and i know you can get stuff through like walmart (laughs) yeah Uh, and i'm just wondering what your thoughts are on what what's really needed and what is a good thing to search for to get a better price on cell phone with um like yeah. Unlimited unlimited text in all that business. Well, everything's going to come with unlimited voice and text generally. Okay. So I get a lot of um, notices that I'm on low data mode. Right. And I I mean, That's... I know that I'm not using my phone like a teeny bopper would. And it's like, why do I keep going to low data mode? Well, low data mode is designed for folks who, if you've heard the show, I talk about jiggling the handle on your data, right? You don't want to have your cell phone constantly connecting to the cell carrier, chewing up data and costing you money. So you can actually turn, as I do with my phone, turn on data saving. I use something called Google Fi. Google Fi charges you per the gigabytes that you use. And I don't even use any more than $23 a month worth of cell phone, which people oh. find amazing, right? The only reason it's amazing yeah. is because I, I don't do a lot of uh, data surfing while I'm on the cell carrier. So you've turned on the data um, protection. However, you're paying for unlimited data with an $80 a month Verizon charge. So you're actually not really helping yourself. You're just paying a lot of money for something you're not using. So you yeah. should you should look at alternatives like Google Fi or okay. look at um, Consumer Cellular. Okay. They do a good job from what I understand. Heck, I'm even considering Consumer, consumer Cellular. Um, okay. If you have an unlocked phone. So your phone, if it's a Verizon phone, 
you may have very few choices but Verizon. What you should be doing... Yep. Oh, okay. I have an iPhone. That's, an iPhone's fine, but the problem is they are sometimes locked to the carrier with their, oh, with their SIM, their SIM card. So you need to buy an unlocked phone that will allow you to use any carrier you want. Could you explain about that? About There's a little chip no, in your – it's a, called a SIM chip, right? Is that what – SIM? Yeah. Well, a SIM, and then there's the e, EUID2. Something that yeah. locks you to the carrier. So how do you know how can you look into the yeah. settings you, somewhere to see if you have a locked or unlocked phone? I would bet you do have a locked phone. If Probably. I could guess. So um, how old's your uh, your iPhone? <laughs> I have an eight. <laughs> you have an iPhone eight? Oh yeah. okay. They're up to fourteen, so that's wicked old. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um so you're you're due for a new phone and with all the Definitely. savings you're gonna have, uh you can afford one now. Um so yeah. look at look at the Google Pixel seven. That's a nice phone, like four ninety nine right now, and you can get them unlocked, meaning you can choose your carrier. You can choose Google Fi if you want, but you have to make sure you turn on the the data savers and make sure you have, uh, you know, kind of tuned the phone to not waste data because they're going to charge you for every megabyte you use. Yeah, which is a good thing if you're not using a lot of data, like the teeny boppers do. To your point, right? So. Buy an unlocked phone. Now you've got the freedom to choose any carrier you want. You'll, you'll be able to port your number over from Verizon to Google Fi or whatever okay. you choose. Um, and that's the way I would have you go. Like I said, my I, I think if you're a single connection to Google Fi, it's going to cost you like $25. So I've saved you roughly 50, bu- 50 bucks a month. Yeah. Maybe it's 30 bucks minimum, something to that effect at the minimum side. But you want to yeah. choose, choose the smallest plan. Look at Consumer Cellular 2. They're going to give you an option for an unlocked phone. I think is the way okay. it works for them too. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? What do you use? Uh, I use Verizon, but mm-hmm. um, I'm I've been looking around. Um, my cable company has come out with mobile service, and right. those prices are fairly attractive. Right. Right now. Um, but so you maybe, probably need to unlock phone there too. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is, right now there is a lot. Of, there is some competition in that realm. Mm-hmm. So go and check the pricing, and definitely check Consumer Cellular mm-hmm. and Google Fi. And I think those other companies that I mentioned don't lock you into contracts the way the Verizon's and the AT and T's of the world will. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of those alternatives don't do that. Yeah, so that's good too. So I always wonder why these companies are so afraid to earn your business every month. I mean, that's the way Tab works, too. We don't lock our customers into contracts, but our competitors yeah. will lock you into three- and five-year contracts. You can fire your attorney. You can fire your your doctor. You can fire your accountant, but you can't fire your IT guy. Um, I know. So same thing with cellular. Why can't you fire your cellular company if you want a different option? If I wanted to stick with an iPhone, because yeah. that really is what I'm used to. Sure. Um, they have unlocked ones. Okay, and like, would I have to get that from the Apple Store? Or probably, I, can... I would think oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Probably yeah. Don't don't go to eBay and buy one. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are people that do that, but don't. <laughs> and, and go look at the services. So, like, go look at Google Fi to see if it'll support the Apple you're getting. Go look at Consumer Cellular okay. to make sure they support the phone you're getting. They'll tell you what okay. you need. Okay. All right, and you'll save some more money. You're going to be just flush with cash. You'll have enough money to buy some milk. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or pay that electricity bill. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about that. I know. I'm, like, shaking in my boots. It's uh, very upsetting what's going on with the economy, especially when you're 
newly on a fixed income and you know right. you try to make ends meet and, and they knock let, you out of the box. Yeah, and your electricity bill is going to go up fifty percent. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but that's Connecticut for you. Yes, it is. Okay, so let me make sure I have it right. I'll go check Google Fi. Yep, I can look for an unlocked phone, so I'm not um, locked into a particular carrier. Yep. Or contract, mm-hmm. and um, now you're free. And can you just review the data information again? So you have what to be—you have to go and turn your. Most phones nowadays have what's called a data saver, so they'll kind okay. of automatically help you with the defaults. But what you want to do is configure your apps that you're using to not go and like, like for example, Facebook. Right? Let's say you're using Facebook. You can tell yeah. Facebook to only run videos when you're on Wi-Fi. Otherwise, if you're on cellular, it'll just chew up a bunch of data previewing videos when you're on Facebook. So you can tell okay. it not to do that. You have, to, you have to go to every app you have and look at the data settings yep. and try to turn on, mm-hmm. turn off the background data so it's not connecting via background. You don't care if you're driving your car to Vermont. Do you care that Facebook's not going to update while you're driving in a car in Vermont? No, you don't. Absolutely not. Right? So turn that type of background data consumption off and it won't chew up your data. Now, those of you with unlimited plans who are spending 90 bucks a month, do what you want. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. unlimited. But uh, in our cases where we want to actually put our money in el- other things rather than Verizon's pocket, this is how you right. do it. Okay. Yeah, because it was confusing me. I thought I had unlimited data, and every now and then I'll get a notice that I'm I'm out of data or I'm out of this or I'm out yeah. of that, and it's then you, going on low power mode. And yeah, then it's not unlimited. So you're paying a no. lot of money for a non-unlimited plan too, so. <laughs> yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Time for a change, Marla. Thank you very, very much. Our pleasure. Thank you for listening. Take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. All right, so she's going to save some more money. Yeah. More money, more money. What was that show? Living Color did that, right? Oh, more money, more money. money. Uh, Good for her. Antoinette, Mark, Tom, hang on. One line open for you. Everything we talked about is posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. And if you ever want to catch a show, you maybe missed a show, you can subscribe to our podcast over right here at WTIC. Uh, we've got a link on our site here at Computer Talk with Tab. You can subscribe to the podcast using any of the podcast tools you use to listen to us, and we'd appreciate it. We'll be right back. And now, a WTIC News Update. 10.30. It is... We are back. Yes, it's not a computer game. That's the music that Matt picked. We're here until 11 o'clock. Four lines jammed up. So you guys all woke up. You know, we do start at 9. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) We start at 9, but we're happy to have you guys. So let's try to get to all your calls if we can. We're going to go to Antoinette in the Gold Coast of Fairfield. How are you doing there, Antoinette? I'm doing okay. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. It's me again. That's you again. Two, yes. <laughs> I have the laptop, um, the Apple um, yeah. M2 Air laptop that I'm using now because the PC just totally died. I yep. had someone look at it. It's dead. Yep. But what I've been noticing is when I'm using the mouse or the trackpad, because I've been working with it while you're on commercial, when I click on something in the middle of the body of a document or just trying to do a link, it jumps to the top of the page, and it keeps doing that. And sometimes it's preventing me from doing a copy and paste because when I right-click, it'll jump right to the top of the page, and I have to keep scrolling back down. Mm. And I've tried to find what is wrong with that, but I don't seem to be able to remedy that. And the second question um, issue is the space bar doesn't always work when I'm spacing between words. Sometimes it'll work and I'm typing, and then when I go, like, in a PDF to putting my name for a certificate mm-hmm. that I got to maintain my credentials, yep. and I'm typing in my name, it's not spacing, so I can put in the next name. Okay. So it sounds so like I you have an issue with the... Is there a pad, a trackpad on that Apple laptop? Yes, yes, yes. It's a trackpad, and I mm. have a mouse and the trackpad. And, and... And the trackpad is right near what? The space bar? Yeah. I think you've got a physical problem somewhere in there. Okay. Um, so that means I have to go to Apple. Well, before you do. I, just, I, I'm just thinking, just thinking out loud that that's 
probably where you're going to have to go. But but I would tell you, and maybe Dennis can tell you where to do this because he's more of an Apple guy, disable the trackpad. If you're using a mouse, turn off that trackpad because you don't use it anyways. And all it's doing is sensing your hands moving across it. And that's why we I suspect the cursor's flying away on you because you're just dragging your finger across that pad. And it's saying, oh, she wants to go over here. And you're like, no, I don't. But you didn't. Your, your okay, finger touched I'll try it. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. turn off the trackpad. Um, but Dennis is probably right on the on the um, space key well, there. Yeah, and, but if I'm right, w- it might actually solve your problem by turning so, off the pad. By turning off the pad. Mm. Yeah. So turn off okay. that pad. Um, do you know where to do that, Dennis? I'm getting an article right. about it. So we're going to. Oh, right. Find- yeah, I see that. I just can go to settings and go to right. trackpad. You go to yeah. You go, what? No. What you're going to do is go into system preferences. You're going to click right. on accessibility. Oh, accessibility. Yeah, that's the place to go. Hmm. And then okay. in there, there is an option over on the left side. This is pointer control. Okay. And then you can click on a checkbox that should say something along the lines of ignore built-in trackpad when mouse or wireless trackpad is present. Oh, it's okay. even a smart, a smart trackpad. We like that. Mm-hmm. You would think it would do that by default. Uh, you would think that on Windows, too, but yes, there's a similar setting, so it's not just Apple. No, no, no. <laughs> would that have something to do, like, let's say I'm in settings and I'm clicking on mouse because I want to um, make some adjustments, and I click on mouse, then I go, it opens up, and then I click on something, and it jumps the whole thing back up well, to the top of the listing. What I think... That- what I think is that you've got some kind of a phantom touch right. that's causing that. Oh, and okay. remember, the the space bar that we know you also have trouble with mm-hmm. is right near the top of the trackpad. So I think you've got like a phantom touch at the top right. okay. that, you, that yeah. the computer is detecting for some reason. And okay. what you need to do is go in system references, accessibility, pointer control and then enable that uh, checkbox for ignore the built-in trackpad when a mouse or wireless trackpad is present. All right. I will I will do that. I all will right. do that. I'm still learning. It's an adjustment from a We're PC. all still learning. Yes. Every one of us. <laughs> and, and every time there's an update to the operating system, it all changes. So. Well, you know, I'm down to one. I wanna, I'm going to get a new PC as a backup. But okay. I like that, you know, because my son gave me a doc. Yep. And I'm noticing when I save documents or PDFs, um, I'm changing the name and it's not showing and it's showing up in another file that I have here. So I need to have that because those are important documents that I need to submit to maintain my credentials and I don't want to lose that info. Very good. Right. Could you, a question just came to me this moment. He gave me this doc, got me these two monitors, which only one of them is lighting up right now. Sometimes I have to jig and switch to HDMI things and then both monitors were like so that means i'll have three screens but yeah. right now it's only two um could it be because his doc might be an older version of that because he just gave me this a uh, few weeks about a month or two ago um well did he help you set it up no he walked me through it and sometimes we don't communicate since the labor table <laughs> well <laughs> 
<laughs> Since the labor table, I don't even want to know where that. That sounds right, like right. You know, we've been a battle of the minds ever since then. Okay. And um, so, I, so he is, walked me through it. He basically walked. Me, he set it up originally. The monitors, the mm-hmm. dock. I I did and plugged it in and did it. I sent him some photos and videos of what I did. He said it was okay. So I'm not sure because this is something he just gave me because he got a new one and this right. is like a hand-me-down. Yeah, but it should work. Um, okay. It should work. So you just make sure your monitors are plugged into the uh, video ports of the dock. And They are. And you're but still only, only one's one of working. them is on, is on even though both of the monitors are on, the blue lights are on, only one of them is, Getting is lighting up. Some, but if I jig with the, and switch the two HDMIs, one, the other one will eventually come on. Eventually, like it says it's not tick- Yeah, it's like it says it's not picking up a signal. Right. So you could have an issue with maybe the cable. Maybe I'm the thinking cable. Yeah, the sense the okay. the actual monitor may have an issue with this cable. Maybe swap it out. Swap the cable out of the monitor as if you can. Well, I've done that. I switched them both within the monitor itself plus the um, the um, dock. Uh, one of the HDMIs is new. The other one is an well, old one that he had. Yeah. So get it. Try a different, a newer cable on the one that's giving you trouble. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I need two new ones. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. I well, got one you. new one. We one know new one that is. one of them works. Yeah. Don't touch that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I know. I know. I know. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I need to be paying you. <laughs> that's okay. We're happy to do it, Antoinette, and okay. thank you for listening. Okay, thank you. Keep it blessed. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, Antoinette calls in. She had a nice son there helping her, yeah. helping her out with some stuff. Yeah. Can you go to another call there, Matt? All right. Matt says it's okay. Let's go to uh, Mark in Bristol. Happening, Mark? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I've got a problem here that I'm sure Trump is responsible for, but I cannot prove it. Okay. It sounds like so a plan. <laughs> I run it by you guys. Yeah. Um. I have a computer, and I, I'll just tell you what the problems are. Maybe you can, if you have any questions, I'll just fill you in so as not to take up a lot of time. By the way, let me just mention on the last lady, if she has spilled anything on the keyboard in the past and it's dried out, I've had the exact problem she's had. Well, it's a brand-new laptop. I highly doubt Antoinette would be careless around a brand-new Apple li- app oh, laptop. Okay. So, No, but you're right, Mark. You're right. Just giving you a hard time. Just saying. Yep. Anyway, qu- uh, make it real quick. Uh, yeah. I have an older uh, laptop that I use only for video editing because it's an old machine and it's not safe to go on the internet because it's a Windows 7 machine. Yep. And this editing program came with the, with the uh, with the OS and I've gotten used to it and I'm not a video guy so it's the only one I can use and get things done real quickly. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I try and use the machine now to just process a simple YouTube video, whatever I want to do, and I get about one to five minutes before I get a page unresponsive message, wait or close, that pops up on the screen. And I can say close, but it's not, it's not just uh, unresponsive. The, the machine is actually locked up. Oh. So I, ha- I have to close the browser down with the X up in the right-hand corner and start again. And just a little information, I've tried it with all three browsers. Chrome, Brave, Edge does the same thing. Um, yeah, it locks your I, machine up when you're uploading a YouTube video. No, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm going too fast. I This is just when I 
have the machine on, period. I could be listening to uh, oh. YouTube music or just sitting there idling. And it just finally locks up. So you're right. You probably have the Mar-a-Lago virus. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's why I thought it should be investigated. Yeah. So, yeah, a hard lock like that is a, is a bad sign. It could be an overheating issue. Um, that's what I would first go to. What do you think? Yeah, I was thinking overheating or some kind of a hardware flaw. Bad RAM. Yeah, bad RAM. How old is yeah. the machine? Oh, it's an old machine because it's a Windows 7 native, and I don't have to, uh, uh, the new Windows on it, and it's right. probably 10 years old. 10 years old? Nope. Well, yeah, because uh, Windows 8 came out in, what, 2012? Yeah. Yeah. That's old. So Yeah, well, I, I have put a, uh, an SSD in it, and I added extra RAM and everything, and it's kind of my knock-around machine. Okay. You added you know? extra RAM. So you're, did you replace the original RAM, or did you replace all the RAM? All the RAM. Okay. All the RAM, yes. Yeah. And this, this, by the way, I've been using this machine for at least, I would say, two years in this capacity. Yep, that's, that's the great thing about computers. They work yeah. until they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not, it's just whenever that is, they just stop working. So you have X number of sticks of RAM in that thing, right? Right. So what you could do is open it up, take a stick out. While you're in there, clean all the dust out, vacuum the uh, heat sink. And uh, don't be doing it on a shag, shag carpet or anything like that, so you don't want to zap anything. Yep. Um, take a stick out. Pick whichever stick uh, you want. I think it'll still run no matter what stick you pull out. But some motherboards are specific about where the RAM has to yeah, exist. Yeah, some of them might not run if, yeah, so if you take the wrong one out. Pick like the, the fourth stick out and then see if you get the same lockup. If you do, put the fourth stick back in, locate it to the third spot, take the third stick out. Right. Okay. Try to figure out which stick of RAM might be bad. Um, or if you vacuumed it out because it's full of uh, dust, it might just perform better because it's not going to heat overheat on you. Um, I, that's what I think it is: either overheating, RAM issue. Ten-year-old machine is showing its age, and it also could be the video card. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Any aspect of that machine could be just failing on you. And and what's really annoying yeah. is that it could just be a matter of taking out one of those components. And putting it back in yeah, and having it reseat. So you can do that first. Take all the yeah. RAM out, put it all back in, dust yeah, it out. What I, if you want, if you want to go that route, take yeah. everything out mm. and clean the computer yeah. with nothing in it or as little as possible in yeah. it. Then put everything back. Make sure you take a picture of it before you take it apart. Oh yeah, <laughs> take photos. And if you have to, you can mark those RAM chips. Mm. With uh, you know a like sharpie, sharpie right on the edge, don't allow the sharpie to get onto the breadboard on either side. But you can always just like put a black dot or two black dots right. or three right, right. along the edge so that you know which one is which. All right, Mark. Okay, I know you got one more caller, but one one more. Quick, we got three uh, more calls on here. I, I have the original hard drive that it came with with the Windows Seven, yep. which I migrated to an SSD. I wonder if I put in that original hard drive as a test to see if it locks up. Might be a good oh, thing to do. Yeah, that would be well worth doing if you've got it. Yes. All okay. right, Mark, we got to go. Thank you, guys. Okay, thank you. Bye. 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 All right, Mark. All right, we are back. And Dennis wanted to bring up some information for Antoinette. Yeah, this was inspired by a Facebook comment. Um, but uh, somebody mentioned that M1 uh, laptops, Apple M1, don't support dual monitors. Mm -hmm. But I decided to look it up because she mentioned that she had an M2. Yes. I managed to look that up. And it will support dual monitors as long as she's got a Thunderbolt 3 
dock. Right. And it's got to be that, apparently. And being that it's a hand-me-down from her son, it I bet may you it may or not may be. not be. Right. So she might still have a bad cable. Yes. And it'll work, but there might be a limitation here. So, Antoinette, hopefully that works out for you. We, we wanted to look further into your issue. That's, and then thanks to the Facebook folks helping us out, maybe you got an even better answer. So let's move on to Tom in Meriden next. What's going on, Tom? Good morning. Hey, morning. listen, uh, this is kind of an odd one. Um, maybe you've seen it before, maybe not. I have an older pavilion. It's probably uh, eight, nine years old, running Windows 10. Cox is my Internet service provider, and I use their email. And I typically use Google as a browser. Okay. And here's what's happening. Whenever I send an email or reply to an existing inbound email, when the screen changes, all the tabulated messages in my folders are gone. Just a blank screen. What, so what are you using to look at your email? Is it the browser or is it a – you're using the Cox browser type of email? I mean, I mean well, it's, it's the email provided by Cox, so I, I don't really know how to answer that question. So did you click on the beach ball, the Chrome beach ball, to get to your email, or did you click on a mail client like Outlook? The Chrome Beach Ball. All right, okay. so you're doing a browser-based email. When you go ahead and re- when you look at the email after you've done that, all your messages are missing, but they're right. there. You know they're there. I know. I can I can hit the the refresh button and they come right back. Have you updated your Chrome browser in a while? Probably not. All right, upper right hand corner. You can just go to the settings and hit about, and then it'll update. Uh, have you tried a different browser too? To see if it does. I have. I tried uh, Microsoft, or they call it Edge. Yeah. Yeah, I tried tried it with that, and uh, this does not occur. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I think we're on to something. Definitely got to be the browser then. Update that browser. What's that? Update that browser and uh, just go to About, and Google will say, hey, I'm updating, or it'll say up to date, and then my whole theory is blown. (laughs) (laughs) And now to, to update. Just go on the right-hand side there of the browser when you bring up the uh, – there's a there's a few, couple of ellipses, I think. Is well, it's uh, three dots vertically. The three dots, yeah. I got that. And then go to and about. And then, yeah, you go to help about. Sorry. Yep, help about. Yep. Help. Okay. Got that. And then about. Uh, about Google Chrome. Yep. That's yep. It. That's okay. what it'll do. Yeah. And it says checking updates. There we go. Chrome is up to date, it says. Oh, there, my whole theory's uh, blown. Okay. The other thing you might want to do is clear your Chrome cache. Yeah. And you do that, you're already going to be in a set in a page that will get you to settings. So up at the top where it says search settings, type cache, C-A-C-H-E. And then there will be an option that says clear browsing data. Okay. Hang on. I lost my previous... Help about Google Chrome. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. It's going to be in the settings, right? You, not in the yeah. about. Well, the the about page is. I, mean, I, mean, it's, I, I got a I got a bar here. Says uh, search settings. Okay. Right. You type the word cache. C A C H E. Oh, that's the way you're going. Okay. I got you now. I'm with you. Okay. Okay, I have a, a menu here. It says clear browsing data, privacy click guide. On, click on clear browsing data. Okay. All right, now you're going to see the words basic and advanced at the top. 
You're going to yep. click advanced. Yeah. All right. You're going to uncheck everything except for cached images and files. Okay, click. I, I will click cached images and files. Right. right, and then everything else can be white. And Un then, unchecked. and then scroll down and click clear data. Okay, came back. All mm -hmm. right, now you're going to close Chrome. Upper right hand corner, hit the X, and then bring it back up. Yep, and see if that works. Okay. And you can send a, a gift card to care of Dennis. <laughs> WTIC. Yeah. One, I was going to say one financial plaza, but no, we're over no. here at Farmington uh, uh, Executive Drive. 10 Executive Drive. Yeah. Close everything. I'm going to get back in now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hope this works, Tom. Hold on a second. Let me try it. Connecticut is sitting here with bated yeah, breath. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Everyone wants to know. They're driving in their car. They're like, they're like, come on, get this guy's email working. <laughs> Is it working, Tom? Um, not yet. Hang oh. on. Still waiting for the screen to come back. All right. Oh. Well, your your internet might be too slow. We're gonna we're coming up against a hard break. We're gonna hope uh, it works for you. Tell you what, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, I'll call you back next week. That's perfect. Please do. Yep. Call the complaint right. department. All right. Thanks very much, uh, Tom. I thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. We do start at nine o'clock. So Mark and Carol call back at nine to next Saturday, and you'll get you'll be able to get in. And I want to thank uh, Matt for producing, Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And uh, Dennis is also posting out there to Facebook and Twitter. And we're getting all the stuff out there to you guys. So if you follow us, we're good. And uh, stick around. We're going to be around next Saturday. Yep. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. So catch you next week. Oh, and by the way, don't forget, Morgan's got a show at 2 o'clock you got to oh, stick yeah. around for. Don't forget Morgan's show Dude. 2 o'clock. It's the debut This is WTIC News Talk 1080 with local news. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.